Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, and I am here today once again with Dr. Millicent Ravella. Why, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing very well, and I have a question for you. Shoot. What's with the Botox? (laughs) What's with the Botox? (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ. All right. Sorry. First of all, let me go on record. I don't want to take the Lord's name in vain over this, but... But it is Botox. But I think I need to take his... I mean, seriously, like, like, what is with the Botox? I love Botox. I honestly love so do it. I. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Just constant infusion, please. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, Botox really helps. It's amazing. I mean, okay, all joking aside. First of all, you look like you're like 19 years old. Well, thank you. It's the Botox. Is it? Uh, okay. Honest truth, I've been doing Botox since I was 25. No, earlier than that. I was just going to say, when do you start? So my personal story, I was a medical student and I was walking around always anxious and worried about everything. I had a two-year-old child. I was in medical school. I was worried about Because that's easy. Because that's easy. <laughs> just <laughs> throwing that out there. And I'm looking in Chip the shot. mirrors and I'm like, I could see this constant frown between my eyebrows. And I wasn't trying to frown. I was just walking around deep in thought and, you know, thinking about things and worried and concerned. And I was like, oh, that's got to go. Went to my friendly dermatologist. She did some Botox on me and that was it. I was done. Hooked. Hooked. And I've done it routinely since, yeah, age 23, 4. Wow. Something like that. Somebody asked me today, when do you start? And I said, usually... 23, 24, 25. It's a preventative move. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you have to have wrinkles to start with. So, yes. okay, so let's go back to the basics. What is Botox? Botox is a neurotoxin derived from botulism. It's botulinum toxin, and it is a neurotoxin that stops the signal from a nerve going to a muscle and stops the muscle from moving because there's no signal telling it to move. That's correct. Right. So it's a temporary paralysis of the muscles. Um, And in the form of botulinum toxin, Botox, we can temporarily paralyze any muscle that we inject it into. And we can paralyze it to differing degrees. Absolutely. Based on dose. Correct. Um, And and how much movement you want. There are some people that come in and say they want to look completely frozen. They want no movement in their face. Yep. Patients say that all the time. And then some who say they want the actor's Botox, which means they can still move their face. They can still do their muscles of facial expression. They're just a little bit smoother. They need to emote. They need to emote. That is correct. (laughs) And so if you need to emote, you're going to need some movement. That's what we see here in Beverly Hills. You can't be like, oh my God, I'm so happy to see you. (laughs) Yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. It's not going to get you any parts. Not at all. You're not going to get, you're not going to get the, uh, the next, you know, big thing with that. And so Botox is the name brand of a specific kind of botulinism toxin. And it was one of the original ones. It's the first one that came out. It's the one that's synonymous with Botox. Say Botox, everybody knows what that is. But it's actually a name brand. And there are other forms of botulinism toxin, which go by different names. So there's Dysport, Zeoman, there's the new one, the, what is it? Juvel. Juvel. Juvel, that's new. It's very French. And basically, they're all the same thing with a few little tweaks and modifications, but they all have the same mechanism of action. The concept is the same. You paralyze the muscles, they don't move, and it's just like when you put your hand in a cast, the wrinkles on the back of your fingers go away because there's no movement. Because they're not moving. That's right. So that gets rid of the wrinkles by not moving the muscles. Right. And it lasts, depending on the person, you know, and each person has a different metabolism. Some people go through it in two months. Some people, it'll last six months. So everybody's a little bit different. But again, it's temporary. It does wear off. You have to keep doing it. I think, 
you know, for me, it really helps with the crow's feet. I mean, oh, if there's good. anything that's making me look like an old man, it is definitely the crow's feet. No comment. Need some help. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. We're going to do I'd this on camera. We've got some Botox back I, I there. I got Botox I'll, I'll right in the rock spa yeah. there. No problem. Um, uh, yeah, the rock spa, I mean, so from my Medispa arm of my practice, you know, the rock spa goes through a ton of Botox. It is almost like everybody who comes in is like, well, of course I'm getting Botox. And then what and else are we doing? Botox and. Yeah. I mean, they, they just, yeah. you, you can't live without it. You get hooked. No, and, that, and that's the thing. And, you know, asking who is a candidate for how early can you start? You know, obviously we're not going to go around injecting teenagers. That's ridiculous. But I think once you start seeing movement, lines that form with movement. Now, obviously anybody, even a teenager, is going to have lines with movement when they smile around the eyes or in the forehead when they move. But really it's when you start to see them become more pronounced and obvious, that's when you're ready to do it. When it's too late is when you have those lines or those wrinkles when you're not moving because then they've just become sort of a permanent part of your face. And Botox can light, help them. They can loosen and soften those lines, but they're not going to permanently get rid of them. Botox is the cure for what ails you. It absolutely is. It's also got some other cool effects. Hyperhidrosis. Oh, you yes. treat smelly, stinky armpits. Yes. It had the same neurotransmitters that right. cause you to move the muscles in your face are the same ones that create a lot of excess sweat under right. the Right. So when you put uh, Botox in your armpits, then it shuts off the, uh, the sweaty uh, apocrine glands, easy for me to say, and you get a less stinkier right. armpit. That's true. I mean, it's not really in place of deodorant, but it's for those people that have just excessive amounts of sweating uncontrolled with deodorant. It's good for sweaty hands as well for that same thing. Um, Yeah, no, Botox is, uh, it's pretty awesome. I mean, I like to use it on neck bands. Mm -hmm. These are good. You can do them here. Um, I like to use them for, uh, I like to use Botox for crow's feet, the glabellar lines, the 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 11s, as everybody calls them. Um, but it's really about how you use it that makes people look the way they look afterwards. That's why you'll hear patients say, oh, I didn't like the way she did her Botox. You know, I didn't like the way okay. that, you know, this one injected me. And it's because it's not that the injection itself was the problem. It's just that they didn't like where they put it and how much they put. Yeah. So the, the treatment is variable based on who's doing it. And who's doing it and, and what the patient wants. And so I usually, I like to have a sort of relationship with my patients and, and have them come back for more Botox because we'll start out and I'll start light usually on someone who I've never done Botox on before <clears throat> and see how their body responds to it and see what it does. Cause you never know. You might have some, I have some patients who, you know, you routinely I'll put maybe 12 units in the forehead, but I have some patients I put four or five units and they're frozen. So really, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's like, like nothing. It's like nothing, but that's all they need. Oh, so I typically good. start light, and then I want them to come back and tell me what did you like, what didn't you like, and sort of base it base it on that. But I think more importantly, when you're putting the Botox in on any patient, you have to look at their face and see how their face moves because every face moves differently. There's no cookie cutter pattern of how you put Botox. You can't just slam it in in the same way in every patient. It really is an individualized approach and in where you put it. Well, that's the difference in having you or me inject Botox, because the one thing that I can't stand is when people ask me the question, how much do you charge per unit? Like, it doesn't matter who's putting the Botox in, and it drives me crazy AF. It, it just it makes my blood boil. 
because that assumes that the Botox is the value proposition for their cosmetic for their aesthetics right. and it's, it's, not. it's not it's it's who's, who's doing, doing it and who's yeah. assessing you right. and how they're doing i can't i, I just i'm i'm going to blow a gasket here okay because yeah. no. it, it's really infuriating like that assumes that oh well they only charge $9 a unit at this other place you charge $17 a unit i said yeah, yeah. and i don't i shouldn't charge by the unit i should charge you you should pay me to do your botox so i'm going to do it right and it doesn't matter how many units I use, whether I use, you know, 25, 30 or four or, right. you know, I, I don't know how anybody gets four. <laughs> my, my people all get a lot more than that. But the reality is, is like, how is that, how is the unit price relevant? Because that means that the ph- physician assistant who is now licensed and working under their doctor and is able to see a patient and assess them and inject Botox and they just finished their school is equivalent to you or to me. In terms of being able to provide, I operate on those muscles. Right. When I do an endoscopic brow lift, I know where they know are. Where they I are. know where they live. Yep. I know who their neighbors are. Absolutely. I know how to That's make them. So what it is. I mean, come on. Yeah. How is it possible yeah. that it's based on the unit price? That was genius by Allergan. <laughs> the Allergan people were like, great. What we're going to do is we are going to sell it by the unit <laughs> and take the surgeon, take the, the dermatologist. Like, you know, is Ava Shambam the same as that, you know, Student who just finished and got their license, Amy Shambam's injected. Absolutely not. How many people has she injected with Botox? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, it is not right to be like, oh, well, how many dollars per unit? First of all, I'm going to use less. Like I hear people I like, do oh, use less. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I hear people. Oh, I got nine dollars unit this other place, but they had to use seventy five units. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no shit, they did because they need to make they some money on your money. ass. Yeah. That's right. I'm going to do it for seventeen dollars unit, but I need twenty units. Yeah. So do the do the math. You're paying a lower unit, a higher unit price, but you're getting more, less unit, right. and you're getting a better effect. Like, come on, people. <laughs> this is a hot topic for I you. Just can't, that's really why I said, what's with this? the Botox? <laughs> it drives me crazy. I I'm can sorry. See that I like it. I mean, if I it's like sometimes, don't you just feel like you just be like, you idiot? Come on, <laughs> really? Did you just ask me that? You know, it's. There, let me say this first of all. There are plenty of nurse injectors, physicians assistants out there who are awesome, who are amazing, I and do a great job. Say anything about that. I'm just saying it's level of experience, that's though, right. like, is and it, just artistic it's touch. It's, but you know, there it's is different. definitely something to be said comparing a plastic surgeon or someone who's been doing this for many, many years and who knows it. Yeah, you get what you pay for in this life. I you saw, get what you paid for. I saw a patient today. I, I, I feel bad even saying this I, I just because she's going to know I'm talking about her <laughs> and she's going to start crying when I say it because it makes me want to cry. That paid in Beverly Hills $4,000 for a rhinoplasty. The, the viewers can't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> That was, a, that was a sound in my mouth just <laughs> dropping. <laughs> it was like, I mean, four grand. Now, here's the thing. She said she rolled into a room, IV in, slammed, woke up during the procedure, rolled back out, and the next patient rolled past her going into the OR. I said, do you think they even cleaned the instruments? She goes, oh, my God, I didn't even consider that. So evidently, you know, it's nobody I knew, nobody you know, I mean, who did the rhinoplasty. But yeah. I, I was just sort of horrified by it. And I felt horrible for her. I mean, fourth. I I mean, I don't want to sit here and talk Beverly Hills pricing because we're we're in a very weird market here. Right. But the cost to do a rhinoplasty. Let's just everybody sit down for a minute and just be like, if you imagined you had to go and like buy all the stuff 
and get the people together and get the room to, to do it in and get right. an office and get like sponges and instruments yeah. and sutures and, and get pay all the rent together. For that space. What do you think it might cost to do a rhinoplasty? And I, I'm not going to put out any figures, but I'm going to yeah. tell you one thing. In Beverly Hills, it's higher than four grand. It's way higher. Just the cost of opening a room and paying rent for a day is expensive in Beverly I mean, Hills. Just the real estate's ridiculous. Never mind the instrumentation, right. the nursing support. They had one nurse doing recovery and circulating oh. and no anesthesiologist, anesthesia by surgeon. So, you know, you can do it that way. That is not against the law. It is, yeah. <laughs> have at it. But her nose looked like it was a $4,000 rhinoplasty. You get what you pay for I mean, I, I, it just—it's like upset. It's upsetting to me. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, it's, it just isn't. It, that's not right. No, especially not when it's and on that's your not right face. To do that it's on your nose. It's right on your face. Everyone sees it. Okay, I'm gonna calm down now. <laughs> the Botox thing got me going. Because you all just, fired you know, up. Because I, what's with the Botox? What's with the Botox? <laughs> Did we did we did we cover that adequately? I think so. I think we're good. Oh, we, we'll, we, we'll come back we around to that. it some other day because right <laughs> now I got I got to go cool off. All right. Well, this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you direct from the 90210. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. This is Medi Spa, located both in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach, providing services such as Botox, fillers, lasers, and all therapy, as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director, me, Dr. Jay Calvert. Rock Spa Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rock Spa Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949-644-1111. You can go to their respective websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. Rockspa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty, and if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform, it's the way to maintain those operations. If you mention this podcast, you will get the member's pricing for your hydrofacial. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery, but there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery. Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, and I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. If you'd like to get more information about our actual plastic surgery practices, you can take a look at my practice at drcalvert.com and Dr. Ravello. Ravelloplasticsurgery.com. My phone number is 310-954-1355, or you can contact us directly through the website, ravelloplasticsurgery.com. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com, and you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800, and that will get you an appointment either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office. 
My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups.